punk rock, street trash, wastelands. And here are your hosts, long-time partners in slime, Adam Obscene and Mark and Mark. Hello world, this is Wastelands, I'm Adam Obscene and with me as always is the mighty, mighty Mark Omar. Hey, hey, hey Adam, hey listeners, thanks for tuning in, it's great to be with you tonight. Uh, this is episode 101. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we had a little bit of a think, listeners, about what we were going to do for our 101st birthday, uh, no, 101st episode, um, and really... There wasn't much of a choice at all. Uh, mm. Let's not break formula. Check this out. We are a rescue team, not assassins. Now, what do we got to do? In a part of the world where there are no rules. We pick up their trailer, the chopper, run them down, grab those hostages before anybody knows we were there. What do you mean we? Deep in the jungle, where nothing that lives is safe. You lose it here. You're in a world of hurt. Showtime, Jet. Knock, knock. An elite rescue squad. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> is being led by the ultimate warrior. We need the best. That's why you're here. But now... What's got Billy so spooked? There's something out there waiting for us. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Predator. The hunt begins Friday, June twelfth at theaters everywhere. There's that vo- dude's Mate. voice again. <laughs> Mate, I can't believe it. We're finally doing Kindergarten Cop. I this know. Fucking awesome. I've been waiting all week. I've made sheaths of notes. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, we did we did the uh best Arnie quotes one and two, part one and part two. Yeah. Ages ago now, where we just went yeah. deep dive into the world of Arnie's yeah. one-liners. Yeah, it's not a tumor. But between between this Commando and Kindergarten Cop, Predator mm-hmm. probably is like what is it would be the king of the one-liners movies. Like it's it literally is a non-stop. Action sci-fi comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I love that. Knock, knock. Just even the even the simple ones are great. Yeah, it's like um when he throws the machete into the the guy and he just stick it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Oh, it's got man. lots of throwbacks, those one-liners and everything, to previous Arnie movies as well. But Lawson, is if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what mm. Predator is about, I'll give you the quick story rundown. A team of special force ops led by um, the tough but fair soldier, Major Dutch Cipher, um, is ordered, ordered to assist a CIA man, Colonel Al Dillon, on a rescue mission for potential survivors of a helicopter downed in the remote South African jungle. Not long after they land, Dutch and his team discover that they've been brought in under false pretenses. This deception turns out be, turns out to be the least of their worries when they find themselves being methodically hunted by something not of this world. That I, sums it up beautifully. I wrote that. No, I didn't. I just read that off IMDb. Um, so, <laughs> so it's a 1987 uh, yeah. actioner. It's... um. Like it's probably, it's probably at the peak of Arnie's powers. Yeah, he I think he, so. he was like he could do no wrong. Hence, why 
this guy who was toppling the box office could do an alien hunting movie. Like, it, yeah. if it was anybody other than um, Arnie, I don't think this would have flown at all. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. It, it was. It felt feels like it was by this time they were they knew what Arnie was, and they just created movies around him, yeah. you know? And says, let's, like, let's see if we can make a box office flop. Uh, let's see if, like, we can throw the most obscure shit together and put Arnie in it and see if it'll still fly. And yeah. for 10 years, it just it did fly. It, it con- did fly. It continued like, to fly until jingle, yeah. until jingle All The Way when it was that Santa Claus. <laughs> And then it went to shit. Introduce, yeah. Like I was going to yep. say introduce kids, but that's not true because Kindergarten Cop was hilarious. So yeah, yeah, oh, he jingled too far. Mm. So directed by uh, John McTillman, um, and had a sort of oily walnut who's who cast and crew. Like when I think of um, the term that we love, oily walnut, this movie, like this is it, typifies it. Like sweaty bodybuilding, ex wrestling. Monstrosities of humans in yeah, the South the South American jungle. They are sweaty, oily, <laughs> and walnutty. <laughs> this was the movie that one of the movies that coined the phrase for sure. Um, look, if Arnie, uh, if you think about uh, Conan as being the origin of the oily yep. walnut, um, this is the oily walnuts coming into be harvest. There's so many in this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Harvest, oh, no. harvest time. Um, it's walnut season. Better put out Predator. So you've got um, you've got Arnie in it playing Dutch. You've got Carl Weathers playing Dylan. So he was Apollo Creed in the Rockies, and mm-hmm. he's been he was actually just recently in the Mandalorian as the sort of head of the bounty hunter crew, um, mm-hmm. that sort of gives out the chips. Uh, Billy Duke in it, who plays Mac, who was also one of the nemesises of Arnie in um, Commando. Uh, Sonny Laidman, who plays the First Nations um, uh, actor in that, is Billy. He's the one. He has a spectacular death in that. He has that sort of yeah. sixth sense. Um, yeah. We'll t- and we'll talk about his connection, well, the connection that he represents about, you know, later incarnations of um, the Predator franchise. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall played the Predator. He was seven foot two, dude. Like, there was no stilts oh. in that suit. He was just a monster no. of a man. No. I've seen some of the behind-the-scenes footage. It's pretty weird, and isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it looks epic. Like him mostly made up hanging with the cast and crew backstage. Mm-hmm. It, it Epic, epic clips. Um, and then it's also got Jesse Ventura in there, um, who was also in Like Running Man and and, oh, um, a, and a couple of other bits a, and pieces. So. He's a sexual Tyrannosaurus. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> So, so that's not what I think of. <laughs> I do not think of Jesse. No, that's, that's just what that's what Jesse thinks of, of himself. He thinks this is that's what he thinks of himself when he's having sex. Um, so, look, it's like there's not much more you can say except for for me. I think I'm I'm just trying trying to remember when I first saw um, Predator. Yeah. It is definitely. Yeah, Definitely one of the we've been talking about unorthodox comfort movies. This is definitely one. I'll watch this mm. whenever it's on TV. I'll even pull it out when I um when I'm a bit bit sad and I and I want and I want predators to <laughs> come and yeah. hunt the world. I I, pro- I think I saw it at the drive. No, I didn't say drive. I saw it at the cinema in Pacapanyol, um, which mm. is the little army base next to Seymour down in Victoria. There, um, mm-hmm. 
which is funny because, you know, it's I saw it in a theatre which was built on sort of like Park Capunyal has like a township or a village where a lot of the army families and the brats and that live. And so mm. they had to keep them entertained and I had access sure. to it. I think it's because my dad had some sort of connection. So we'd go and so they, they'd get all the latest movies before they were in the proper cinemas, like, you know, direct oh, flight, cool. flights in from the States and things like that. It was interesting watching it in a cinema full of army brats. Yeah. Um, Interesting too, because it wasn't like a, it was a legit theater, but it mm. wasn't managed like it was like it was a law onto its own. So it was an R-rated film, but there was like ten and fifteen year olds in there too. Just yeah, like, right. Like yeah, there wasn't right. any ticketing thing happening there, like checking IDs yeah. and stuff. But it was just Funny. interesting being in a space full of kids who have like you know basically the kids of. The, the guys represented in this sort of thing, you know, like they all sure, like, sure. jumped up jarhead sort of thing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The guys most likely to just like yell and scream yeah. for Dutch. And the funny thing is, is that's it's funny you say because that actually happened. If you were like in the 80s and you went to the town screening of Footloose or Dirty Dancing, everyone was up dancing and singing to those movies in an army base that – Take out Footloose and put in Predator, and you've got all the kids jumping up and down cheering for the. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, um, gotcha. So yeah, Makes that, it perfect. So yeah, it, and like it's it just had all the elements. The funny thing is, I remember is I didn't know much about Predator when I first watched it. Mm, mm. So I had no idea it was about going to be about an alien. I thought it was no. like because it looks for all intents and purposes like Commando Part Two. Yeah, like all the marketing, all the campaigns, all the visuals on the, um, like even what he's wearing on the cover of this VHS that I'm flashing yeah. up that the listeners can't yeah. see, could be, you know, a costume change from Commando. Yeah, for sure. It, they they really did do a um a switchy switcheroo halfway through, and um, I liken it to um Tarantino's um, Dust Till Dawn, Dust Till Dawn, mm-hmm. where it you know. It looks like a Tarantino. I mean, especially if you the first time you see it, it's like this is a textbook Tarantino gangster movie. But what the fuck? They go to a vampire bar, you know, and then it just completely changes into like a Robert Rodriguez sort of movie. Mm. And I, I feel like that's the same with this too. Ads like it, it, it was com- um, Commando right up until they introduced the the alien. And it's even to the point where there was a question. Yeah, you know, there there could be a very healthy question mark over your head when they saw, like it could have just been brutal enemies, yeah, you know, high technology Russian yes. commandos or something. Yes. Until that yes. scene when he sort of comes out, the, the the predator first makes his appearance and sort of flashes, it makes himself um, mm. seen to um, Dylan. He sort yeah. of like flashes, looks at him and goes, ah, and then disappears again. And you go, oh, and I just remember just going, what the hell? So Yeah, that's confusing. They're, they're, that's right, Ad. That's the thing with this movie too is there's no um, explanation of this at all. Like you, the audience is in the exact same position as um, Dutch's crew. I had no idea that there was any kind of supernatural, you know, invisible cloak. Um, alien about to about to come and cut them up like and then afterwards like 
yeah, I felt like it was one of those great sort of unexplained movies and it's taken until, and maybe it's because I'm not a huge, I'm a fan, but I'm not as huge a fan that I deep did deep dive straight away. Like I've only learned more as I've watched um, uh, Kill Counts and watched uh, um, movies further down the franchise to learn what they are that no one ever explains really what's going on. And I think that's because they didn't know what was going on. Like the whole mythology and the story behind the Predator has developed over time. Mm. Like, um, yeah, yeah. So there's not a lot of backstory. Well, there is no backstory in Predator no. about the aliens. It's just there's this there's this alien that's come and he's hunting, and yeah. he's probably been here before because there's the mention of they only ever come when it's hot, and there's that little mm. scene where the cow hostage. Um, the captive lady, I can't remember her name, uh, Anna, sort of says, um, I remember as a little girl, the, the the monster would come out of the jungle and attack, but it only ever happens as it heats up. And there's been, and then she goes, and it's mm. been a lot, it's been a lot more hotter lately. You know, yeah, so, okay. So it's sort of okay. this hints to a uh, recurrent theme of this visitor that comes and hunts. Sure, sure. Um, but it's only really then, you know, so this is this, Predator is, you know, quoted on some sources being one of the greatest action movies of all time. Um, followed up by Predator 2 with Danny Glover, which is no one's got anything to say about that film. It's actually quite hard to watch, but it does fill in the mythology. It's, it's What it does mm. do is it ex- sort of explains some things about – it fills in the backstory, and I think that's it. That's the whole reason that movie exists is to yeah. actually – Short of making a lethal weapon alien movie, whereas um, really this, this yeah. one this one was a commando alien movie. It's yeah. like Danny Glover is a cop. Yeah. He's about to retire, and he's taking <laughs> on the predator in the city. Like that's he's, like he's dove with that shit. Yeah, you know, so it's but it goes into talking about the hunt and and all all those elements that are through there. Fast forward through to the move, other movies that mm. that that every time there's another one, let's put the Alien versus Predators aside because they're sort of anomalies. Sure. They're the crossovers in the world. Um, but yes. then you've got the movie Predators where they drop humans onto a planet, and the Predator, which is then just talks about the Predator taking DNA out of the spines of the most formidable opponents to genetically make themselves better sort of starts to mm. t- stitch together a story of what mm-hmm. they do and then most recently this year with prey coming out um yes. which which um really t- puts a puts a bow on it really just links it back mm. right around and if there's there's what's interesting about that movie is there's lots of easter eggs for all the films that have actually led up to it even yeah. to the point that the pistol in Prey that the French um, trappers have is the pistol that the Predator gives Danny Glover in um, Predator Two. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So <laughs> oh, that's great. So, I didn't know that. That's so they've really so cool. they've done a lot of attention to detail in 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 that, hmm. and I really love Prey. I think that, that was a return to form of the series. It was Same. incredibly watchable. It had a, a, a you know a female protagonist is a badass hero like mm-hmm. it just it 
it was good. It res- it was respectfully um, telling the story of First Nations people, um, made white people look like dirtbags, which they are in a colonial sense. <laughs> it was yeah. just great. It was like I really enjoyed it. So did you? Yeah. Did you catch it? I did catch it and thought exactly the same as I thought it was visually striking. Oh, the, so the visually well done. Yeah. Oh, and um, yeah, really, really such an enjoyable enjoyable watch one definitely better than um predator 2 that that nasty 90s piece of crap that was uh yeah prey was good prey was very good i reckon it's a it's 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 it tech you know it's technique of storytelling and it's film you know videography and the way it's put together is actually better Mm. than predator the original like mm. and as, mm. and the, and mm. before the losses jump up and pistol whip me on it, I'm going to explain a couple of interesting factoids that plagued the production of Predator One, which is some of the reasons why I love it, but it's also okay. um, it's also why it's a perfect example of an '80s action film. Mm. The very first factoid I'm going to share with you, Marco, is that the film type stock that the B. Um, camera team, so the big, they're the ones that do the pickups and the stock, was actually the wrong form, wrong type of film stock. So you'll notice when you watch it, there is high def, almost quality film, but then there'll be bits where it's grainy as fuck. Um, yeah, probably okay. point in cases when Arnie jumps off the clear, uh, jumps off the waterfall and lands into the water. It's really grainy. It's because it's a yeah. lower quality film stock. There's oh. other bits in it too, like uh, when uh, and he's trying to lure the predator into the tunnel, you know, with the traps. Yes. It takes mm. a long pause shot at the trap. It's mm. actually just a mm. photo. It's a still. It's and it's a grainy still out of focus. Like it's oh, not, funny. So there's some real B shortcuts in it that sort of you know at, for its time is probably you, it wouldn't hold up now. Um, no, there's 15 boom mics shown in it, <laughs> and Excellent. and there's actually in some of the close-up um, jungle scenes, there's mm. plants that shouldn't be in the jungle, like literally house plants. And in, in the final scene, when he lost his pause, it when Arnie Ooh. has that classic line where he tells Anna to get to the chopper. If you pause it and look at the trees around him, you can see black pot, pot, pots that the plants are sitting in. <laughs> so there's, there's these little goofs that are – there's goofs in there that make it lovable, but it is actually sure. – it's, it's an 80s actioner where they go, oh, yeah, no, those kids aren't going to give a shit. Let's just go for it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> let's just go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And they went for it too, and that's – there's the great goofs. They're they're like legendary goofs. Oh, there's, and there's a couple of there's like even you know you know we love those uh, when the foley is out of whack when um so there's a sound effect of a muzzle flare that's wrong or whatever. There's a classic one when um, Dutch <laughs> whistles to Poncho because Anna's making a getaway. She gets tries to get away for the first time, and yeah. um. Dutch whistles and goes, hey, go get him, Poncho. But it cuts to Arnie's face, and Arnie whistles, but his mouth isn't moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another beauty. That's so, great. So there's none of that in Prey. Prey is a beautifully put together cinematic oh, um, triumph. <laughs> for, the for, fight sequences are great. Um, and I think you know, and it's and it's and it's just a really. But it's like I said, like if Predator was made today, I feel like that's what Predator would look like. Yes, because it was made, Predator was made today. It was made. It was called Prey. Like that's the reality. 
Per, yeah, of course, man. Absolutely. What's the movie that I, I watched it the other day? Or I watched a kill count for it the other day where they discover the pyramid under ice. Yeah, that's um Requiem. That's Alien versus Predator Requiem, I think. It might be the second Oh, alien. yeah, that's not... Yeah. Yeah, okay. And look, okay. I, and I'm not discounting the Alien versus Predators. I think they're no. really important for that expanded universe to actually tie in the Alien metaverse and the Predator. I think that that's a you know there's a whole episode in just talking about that's that. Right. But there's it one. Was. But there's one expanded universe that I want to quickly touch on, Go and on. it's sort of a little bit off topic, but it's totally on topic. Is that I read a really interesting fan, fan theory that connected Terminator, Predator, and the Alien universes together, and it goes a little bit like what, this. Nigger's wallet. Yes, that. Um, well, it's Arnie. The The connection is Arnie, is that when Skynet computers were looking to have the perfect role model soldier to make mm. the um, Terminator, okay. they looked, They basically modelled it on Dutch. Ah. So, so the Terminator, um, what is it, the T-2000? T-1000? T-1000 is Dutch. Modelled on Dutch. Okay, plausible, plausible. And so in that, so that, so that, what it does is it just actually links those universes, like because for them, for the, for that means that Dutch as a mercenary special ops commando existed in the universe or the same Earth that when Skynet becomes sentient and actually starts to wipe out humans, uses him as the actual uh, archetype. To create the Terminator, sure. So yeah, that, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I, I just you know, like I said, it's not a. I don't know if it's an endorsed theory, but I like to think that in if that was true, then somehow, um, you would eventually see an alien versus predator versus Terminator <laughs> Mexican standoff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that that. Would that we yeah well that would make that all in that one universe then and that it's possible it would make that a, a possibility yes yeah. Yeah. um I've never heard of that theory before but um yeah absolutely plausible and what a, what a what a cool idea too so that's that's that one um couple of little let's just like couple of little quick um, factoids just to tie in um the film production of this was interesting because we like to joke about the oily walnuts. Mm-hmm. These guys were in such bad state when they were, because they were filming when they weren't filming around house plants in the jungles of South America, um, yep. that they had leeches and snakes and stifling humidity and heat and rough terrain. Now, that would be brutal for anyone. So when they're sweating, mm-hmm. that's not someone sitting there with a little spray bottle making them look sweaty that's actually them getting nailed so you could imagine that when um peter kevin peter hall in the predator suit which the thing cost um, was like two two hundred pounds whatever that is in kilos in a latex suit doing all Mm. those maneuvers that Mm. would be just agonizing what uh, why, why i bring that up is for about two seconds John Claude Van Damme was in this movie. Oh. Uh, because he was the original yeah. dude in the Predator suit. That's right. 
and he it ended up working out that he was too short, he was too whingy, and um, it was too hot to do. Yeah, and they actually re he was. I think they, there was a, there's actually a couple of shots in it. There's a scene where the first hollow invisible scene, the silhouette of oh yeah, is actually Jean Claude Van Damme's in yeah, the suit, right. but he then. Would- they just basically remodeled the suit. He couldn't get Jean-Claude Van Damme to do the moves in that suit. It was restrictive, so they redesigned the suit and all that sort of mm. thing. Um, but And the other part of it is that I think he had reservations because he wanted, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme steals the scene every time if it's possible. Think yeah. about Breakdance yeah. 2, Electric Boogaloo, or when he's got that cameo of doing the little dance scene. And there's he's meant to be in the background and he's in his man leotard just oh. rocking out and he's stealing the scene. In, yeah, oh, that's in Breakdance, God, I've got actually. To, I've, got to, I've got to look that up later. It's, it's funny, man. He's like, he's going for it, trying, notice me, like to the point where you do and you forget what the scene's about. But they're oh. on, you know, they're at, you know, Venice Beach doing some sort of hip-hop thing and he's like, getting all funky with it. Um, <laughs> he did pull those dances out later in um, in you know some of the other movies, I think Kickboxer. And <laughs> it's like, it's pretty oh, funny. Um, lingerie Kickboxer. Lingerie Kickboxer. So he, um, but he did have reservations because he he was oh, not going to have any screen time. He no was going to be this, no yeah. face. So yeah. you, would, you wouldn't know it was him. He wouldn't have liked that. No. So, but I, but what it does do is it gives us a pretty fun little factoid <laughs> to talk Absolutely. about. Um, Great factoid. You know, if, if, if he was in, if he did stick around, then maybe we could make some sort of fan theory that Universal Soldier and Predator are somehow oh, linked. Oh, oh, man. And it could have been some, you know, origin of Mortal Kombat or something oh, like yes, that. Yes, or Street Fighter with Kylie Minogue. Um, yeah. So... She should be so lucky. Yeah. Ah. Uh, this one. Body count, body count. Body count, body count. Two for one. Um, <laughs> this body count, mate, is have a punt in the top oh, of your head. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 161. No, that's a bit high, but you'd think oh. so because there's a lot of there's a lot of like oh. dudes just getting. Mowed down, blasted. The you know, it's just there's it actually to the point where there's so, so much funny. happening when those mercenaries come when the special ops take on that village. We just go, how many can they kill? Well, it's the really answer is funny. seventy seventy five. Is the oh, seventy five. If you count, um, if you count Arnie taking out the predator, it's seventy six. Okay, so that's cool. Gonna, that's going to be up there with one of our highest kill counts. The movie's one hundred and seven minutes long, mm-hmm. um, which basically makes the KPMs or kill per minutes, point uh, seven, which is a, almost like one a kill every one point four one minutes. Wow, that's a that's a lot of carnage, dude. That is a lot of carnage. It's a actually it is a carnage movie. Body count, body count. Nice. Oh, that, was, that was okay. Oh, I'll, 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 no, I'll, I'll, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Old two for one at, at the start. That was quite good. Um, yeah, it's so good. Well, I think it deserved a two for one because it's such a high body count, right? There we go. Yeah. Absolutely. And such a classic movie. May as well give it a two for one at. Two for one. Um, so that's what you get when you have an R rated film is that you start cracking over the half ton well and truly for, yeah. for the body count. 
for sure. Well, speaking speaking of um, R rated and the movie ratings, like this is another one that I didn't get to see when it originally came out because my mum and dad were sticklers for the that ratings. kind of thing. <laughs> the ratings, yeah, yeah, they and they were. Now, that, and and I, I'm kind of glad because their their backstory is, you know, like they my mum and dad are like ex hippie sort of people, you know, and they don't they were like strongly against their children watching hyper violent movies, like they were so against it. Um, and uh, so yeah, I I didn't get to see Rambo, Predator, Commando, all these movies that the kids would talk about at school that had parents that, mm. you know, didn't worry about the ratings. Like I was always like, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh. So I caught these later on down the track when I could. And it was great because it just saved them all up from my 20s. Like, lovely. That's been ex- ex- Except for... American Werewolf in London. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. I think <laughs> that one slipped through to the keeper. <laughs> that one's <laughs> that one slipped through to the keeper because I think we, um, as explained yeah. in the last episode, <laughs> yeah, you know, four four young boys just outmaneuvered, yeah, um, raging two, two parents, yeah, raging hardcore after a sleet storm. Um, yep. Look, I think that we're almost there. Look, we're there. Um, we're probably going to revisit other predator versions down the line yeah. eventually. Like, you know, yeah, there's there's so much to talk about. I'd love to talk probably more in depth at another time about why prey is actually so good, more so mm. than what we've done. Um, but and, and I'm actually going to give it a watch. I'm going to just tie a bow on this, just so the listeners can put this into context. Um, this week just gone, Jen and I watched Prey, Predator 1, Predator 2, um, The Predator from 2018 and got halfway through Predators from 2010 last oh, yeah. night. So this week oh, yeah. we we went and did the, the Predator dive and oh, um, really enjoyed it. And, you know, surprisingly enough, Jen enjoyed it as well, which is like – but she's yeah. just straight up went, Prey is awesome. Yes, and yes. you've got to respect. Um, this is, is the, this is the order that Jen would go. Is you've got to respect um, the first one because it is the first one, and then sure. 2018's that Predator was really good. Like she really mm-hmm. liked that, and it's got a cool sort of take on about how um, kids with autism are the next evolution in human kind. Oh yeah, it's. it's- yeah, that was it called Hollywood autism. Yeah, well, no, not really. This kid, probably, there's this kid who was autistic that was just a bit of a genius, and that was what they took from it was that the aliens were wanted because he was so good at nutting out technology that it was actually the predator was hunting the kid, not mm. the army guys, mm. because mm. he was looking at taking his DNA to make them better. Um, so, I th- so that was interesting. It was an interesting square away. Um, Thought that right. thought that Predator Two was an absolute sack of um, smouldering dog dirt, and, oh, and yeah, and we didn't quite get through um, Predators, which is to be honest, we got Predators is re- from 2010 is really slow, and you get like 40 minutes in, you still haven't seen a Predator, but in that mm. first 40 minutes, you do have Danny Trejo, so that yeah. so that's helpful. But then like, as soon as on. but as soon as Danny Trejo dies, then you pretty much <laughs> turn it off. Mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ah, oh, Danny Trejo. I'm just putting it out there now that you've mentioned him, Mads. He's my favourite actor this year. He is, he's, yeah, I read his book at the start of the year. 
Danny Trejo all the way, man. Absolutely. We will we'll do a Danny Trejo um, episode um, just because um, he's just the working man's hero. Like he is like he the the sheer amount of movies that that guy just does. I just love his oh. work ethic. It's amazing. So yeah, it is. It is. It's really good. It's really good. <clears throat> All right, mate. So okay, I think that's it. We are us. here. We are at the end of episode one hundred and one. Uh, let's uh, thank the listeners for taking this far. This is the kickoff of series four. You can catch us on all the socials. Just go to at Wastelands Radio Show or on Twitter, which is Wastelands RS. But on the others, we're on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook and bloody TikTok. Bloody TikTok, <laughs> mate. We're on YouTube. Make just mm-hmm. type in Wastelands Radio Show, and we've been videoizing mm-hmm. all the episodes so that you yeah, can look at the good. little waveform. Um, you can send us an email. Tell us what you think. Offer up things you want us to talk about. It's Wastelands Radio Show at at gmail dot com, or you can go direct to the source at wastelands dot com dot au for hints, tips, and recipes. Uh, <laughs> well done, Ed. Oh, without a breath, uh, Mark and Mark. Is our yes. Uh, thanks for joining me again on this lovely Sunday night. We'll get this up for our listeners to listen to. But right now, any parting words or anything you'd like to share with the listeners? It's good night for me. And it's good night from him. Like this. Dun, 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 dun. Fantastic. Ah, just gonna press ah. stop.